Hello and welcome back to the Off Button Show, your last source for news you wanted to hear and your first source for some of the things you didn't. Luke, I got it right this week. Oh, yeah. We got it this week. Hell. Charm. Yeah. <laughs> Not counting the episodes that I didn't throw in, uh, like on Spotify and shit. So maybe like eight. <laughs> maybe maybe it was eight episodes that that took. <laughs> I'm, I, am a, I am a profound disappointment. Luke, how was your week? Not too bad. Gonzaga just lost in the Elite Eight, like, in that couple hours ago, which is kind of a bummer, but... Oh, NCAA? Yeah. Yeah, they were favored to, like... I mean, they were a, they were favored above Duke for a bit there. I don't know if they still were. Yeah, they, they were favored to win that game by, like, 75%. It was, yeah. Jesus, man. Fucking... Yeah. Well, have you seen... Have you seen Duke play? Have you seen, like, Zion? Yeah. Dude is a fucking animal. Like, I know that, like, I... Like, one of my dreams was to play in college, but... What the fuck am I supposed to do? <laughs> with a guy like that? Uh, like, these players are, what, 7'4"? Just fucking insane. Well, oh, you're talking about Taco Fall? The 7'6 guy? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the, well, there's that, and then, like, Zion. Well, like, when, when LeBron entered the NBA... Straight out of high school. He was like a, he was a pretty big guy. And it was, yeah. people were talking like, okay, he's like six, he's six, eight, he's 200, you know, 250 or 260. <laughs> and he can jump like he weighs 50 pounds less than he actually does. Well, this Zion dude can jump out of the fucking, you know, out of the goddamn building. And yeah. he's, oh, yeah. he weighs like 20 or 30 pounds more than LeBron does. And he's two inches, mm -hmm. like one or two inches shorter. Oh, yeah. So he's like a cannonball of a human being. Like mm -hmm. He's going to break some fucking it's backboards insane. if he gets much stronger. Or his knees are going to go out. Mm -hmm. I don't know which is going to happen first. Yeah. Uh, but it's yeah, I'm excited. Because him and RJ Barrett are both going to be in the NBA next year, I'm almost sure. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh. Jeez, I, didn't, I did not expect to talk anything NBA today. Or, or, or fucking <laughs> basketball. Because there was a story I was going to throw in here. Um, because they're seeding LeBron for the next, uh, for the last six games of the season because the Lakers aren't making oh, yeah. it to the playoffs. And, oh. uh, yeah, well, it's wild. He was at the finals the last eight years straight, and now he's not even making the playoffs. That it's is kind of insane. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Um, his, in Jesus. like, that team got hit with so many injuries and shit. It was just, it was rough, rough to watch. Yeah. But other yeah. than that, uh, how was your week? Not too bad. Not too bad. Just kind of chill? Yeah, pretty chill. A couple projects do, but other than that, it was not too bad. Nice. Cool. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it was, uh, it was pretty much the same over here, uh, other than the projects, because, you know, I, uh, I don't do the school thing. But, <laughs> um, I RSVP'd at a uh, the Seattle Online Broadcasters Association meeting on the 13th so there will not be a podcast on that day that's a Saturday um, okay. and we might start seeing no podcast on the second Saturdays of each month because that's when those meetings are it's just a big ass meetup for oh, streamers yeah. in the northwest um, nice. that they have on a monthly basis at like a sports and gaming bar over there so I'm going to go and spend a night in Seattle I'm still ironing out hotel stuff but I, I RSVP to the event Nice. It's going to cost me a fuckload to stay over there, though. It's going to be... I'm looking at, what is it? Minimum, like, 120. 
Oh yeah. Unless I stay in a hostel and I don't want to fucking stay in a hostel. <laughs> I mean, I don't fucking know. twin bed with some shades. <laughs> in the US they're a little bit more sketchy but yeah, I don't know. Like it's got good reviews. It's like the Green Tortoise Hostel, it's right across the street from like Pike Place. But oh, I'm yeah. still like I don't fucking know about that. It's definitely a little interesting. Yeah, that is uh that is no fucking joke. But that's going to be pretty fun. I actually know one of the streamers that's going to be there and she kind of convinced me to go. Uh I don't meet a lot of I don't know a lot of streamers from Washington. She goes by Luna Lyric. She's like a very artsy kind like like a very creative streamer. She's partnered. And uh I actually found her. This is re- this is really weird. Through the Uncle Joe show. I was watching his stream. You've probably seen me host them before. Oh yeah, of course. And uh, they they hosted her one time, and they've been doing this thing called Twitch Squares. I'll talk about that an- another time. But they have like a Twitch game show over there now. That's pretty cool. But uh, they hosted her, and she, like like every song that plays on her playlist is either already in my Spotify or I add it because it's something that I vaguely am familiar with or that I that I wind up liking. I'm like, okay, this is a pretty chill spot. I just hop in there now <laughs> and then. I started talking yesterday, mm. and uh, I she pointed out that she's a part of this, you know, association. And I'm like, well, fuck, that that's I've been psyching myself out of uh, psyching myself, excuse me, out of going to those events for like months. Yeah. So, uh, I just kind of decided it's gonna happen this time. Nice. If I had a roommate, that would be dope, but I don't fucking know anybody. I'm thinking about asking uh, one of the Stooges. <laughs> one, of, one, one of my one of my buddies if they want to go over to seattle with me um they wouldn't really have a reason to be there but it also can't really hurt well it's kind of a stream i don't know if it's for the viewers as much as it is as much as it is for the streamers but i know that after the event we could drink at that bar um, oh nice yeah because the, the event's only from six to nine so it's like yeah i'm thinking about asking like maybe caleb or or, or like Ryan or something, because uh, you know I figure, yeah, yeah, Damn. they're all twenty one, bro, 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 yeah, bro. It's dangerous. Yes. The world is slightly more dangerous now that all of us can drink. <laughs> oh jeez, it's a beautiful place. But yeah, shout out Luna Lyric, dope. Convince me to go. Oh Raven, dude, that'd be sick. Dude, Raven, if you wanted to go to fucking nice. Seattle with me on the thirteenth, uh, we can we can make that happen, man. Oh, I yeah. was just gonna like ferry over there, ferry and bus oh, over yeah. to the uh to that place. It's just a matter of getting a getting a hotel room that's not gonna break yeah. the bank. So, uh, I, I'll talk to you about that later, Raven in the chat, mostly because we're just recording a podcast right now and I don't want to edit it. I don't want to like reiterate what I just said on the recording, <laughs> but, uh, we'll definitely talk later about what I just talked about. Cause I think you might actually have fun Raven. Uh, yeah, that'd be something you'd like to do, I think. But in any case, this is the longest introductory period this podcast has ever had, I think. Or let's move on uh, to the stories. 
which I think... Yeah. Okay, guys. Borderlands 3 is coming. Now, oh, yeah. don't hate me, right? But I didn't actually, like, enjoy the first Borderlands game. But it wasn't because of the game. It was because of the graphics. Like, they really fucked with my eyes. Uh, and the... Oh, yeah. On that basis, I didn't buy the second one either. It definitely but, has some good news, too. Well, yeah, looking at looking at the trailer, like, it looks... Yeah. It looks better. Like, I, I don't know what it was about that first game, but, like, it fucking hurt my eyes yeah. to play that. I could never figure that out. And, okay, uh... Upgrading the, upgrading the graphics with the same art style, probably, I think it probably helps. That's important. Maintaining yeah. your, your, like, your game's personality is really important, mm -hmm. and I think that's one of those things that... Like, these devs might actually fucking understand that. So many devs are just, like, taking... We've talked about this before. Taking shit that isn't broken and trying to fix it. Like, <laughs> you don't need to do that with Borderlands. Borderlands is a very basic formula. You've got the oh. game series' sense of humor, the art style, the gameplay. It contextualized differently. And you can add mechanics and shit, but to completely rehaul your graphics would be absurd. So... I'm sure yeah. that's excited some people. Although I have heard criticism about the trailer. So question, Luke. Did mm -hmm. guns with legs land with you at all? Are you excited about uh, guns with legs? It might be might be interesting, but I'm not really super sold on it. That seemed like a reach to me, like humor-wise. Yeah. Like it was like, all right, all right, you're trying a little too hard here. We're already excited for your game. <laughs> Although that gun was pretty cute. You have to build random hype. Yeah, yeah. Like your yeah. your your name sells your fucking game. Yeah. I will I will be invested in this though. I think that if my computer can run it whenever the game comes out, because you know I'm still yeah. in a state of like shitty processor. I'm still in that spot. If I can run the game, I'll stream it for sure. Uh. I, I love the co-op shit. I love playing with people. In fact, Risk of Rain 2 just came out. I should have put an article about that in here. Because that game shit. is fucking wild. Uh, are you familiar at all with my YouTube channel, Luke? And don't lie to me. Yeah. Don't lie to me, Luke. Yeah. Don't you lie to me. No, oh, but you know it. Uh, most of the games that I review are like uh, that I reviewed on there were like roguelites. Uh, oh, yeah. Dead Cells, Moonlighter. I've only reviewed three mm. games, so I'm talking like I've reviewed a lot more than that. But don't tell my don't tell my audience that. Uh, there are plans to review more stuff in the future, and it's that style of game that I have the easiest time reviewing because, first of all, my computer can run them, <laughs> and I can record them in 1080p 60. Uh, but the other big <laughs> thing is that they're very digestible, and I think that they're easy to market. And that's sort of what you do in a review is you're you're taking the best things about a game and you're marketing them and then you're just juxtaposing that with things that could be improved on. I didn't yeah. like the first Risk of Rain game. Uh, yeah. And I've not ever shied away from that opinion. It's, it's a very mechanically sound game. But yeah. as far as roguelites go, Dead Cells feels like Metroid. Risk of Rain, the original, felt more like a fucking Mario-style platform. Which I don't necessarily mind, but the camera angles were weird and your sprite was super small and I just couldn't get into it. Oh yeah. This one is litty on my fucking titty, Luke. It's it's 3D. <laughs> it's a it's it's like a 3D third person shooter. 
roguelite. Mm-hmm. And huh. uh, up to four players, although sharing loot is a bitch, by the way. Fucking... Huh. Don't get me started on that shit. Uh, but mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a blast. I love that game um, so far. Please. I might be streaming it after the... Uh, I might be streaming it after the podcast tonight. Uh, I I just oh wow it, it tickled the right bone my dude <laughs> mm, that tickle man uh, that was uh, that could have been phrased better <laughs> um but yeah that's an excellent game and I know I haven't played a roguelite as good as Dead Cells since Dead Cells came out yeah uh, well other than Moonlighter Moonlighter has the potential to be as good as Dead Cells in a very different way Dead Cells is a lot more about mm. speedrunning Moonlighter is a lot more about um I think it, it should be more about the economic end of that game because that's what makes it unique but mechanically dead cells handles better than almost every game that i've ever played but this game actually handles pretty well it's not that Fortnite shit where you shoot at something and your bullet spray is just stupid like absurd um (laughs) or maybe maybe i just suck at shooters (laughs) that's probably that's probably it (laughs) but yeah i'm pumped for borderlands 3 here um It'll be the first Borderlands game that I get to play, and I'll get to stream it as well. And because I didn't play through, I watched little bits and pieces of the first two, but I didn't play through them. I think the humor is also going to feel a bit more fresh for me as opposed to somebody who has already uh, played them before. Well, what? How do you feel about the the humor in those games? Because I think that you're more of a uh, you're more of a fan than I am as far as like having already been invested in the series goes. I think. I don't I don't mind it. It's not my favorite, but I still like the game itself. Like I mean, I can get I can get past it. Like the l- slight dislike maybe. See, can there's another th- another thing here that uh, I guess kind of frustrates me. Are the Deadpool humor problem. I don't know if you <laughs> sympathize with this at all. Like yeah. Deadpool is the only property in my opinion that does that kind of humor correctly. Oh, yeah. But when other people have attempted to cash in on that absurdist kind of humor, it comes off as super cringy. Um, I mean, even even Deadpool sometimes gets to be too much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the second one isn't as funny as the first one, if you ask me. No. I think the first one was a lot more um, was a lot funnier because the first story was a lot more driven by uh, by the characters. If you're talking like. Yeah. Like. Like you watch the first movie because, um, because of Deadpool. The second one you watched because of him, but they had these other characters that sort of took away from that that character driven narrative. Like they, it became yeah. not jumbled necessarily, but you know the story had to focus on a larger cast of people and a more, I guess, large scale event than the first one yeah. did. And the humor yeah, suffers as a result. Hmm. And. People can really keep up with Deadpool when it comes to that. Oh, not at all. And uh, yeah. it's not that I can't keep up with the sense of humor. Like, that's... The humor is the only reason why anybody fucking watches me on here. Or maybe my voice. The the thinly veiled accidental ASMR and I when I have to be quiet talking to my microphone. Hey guys, welcome back to the, uh, to the channel. No. <laughs> what it comes down to, to me, is timing and... Like, a joke should add to the story in some way, shape, or form. Or it should really subvert expectations, and I think that's another fucking... That's another crutch, is that how does Deadpool subvert expectations using comedy? 
I think that's it, definitely one of the reasons why the second one wasn't quite as funny as the first one is because we had the expectation. At this and point. by the way, the second one, I think, in almost every other way, was just as good. You're talking the plot, yeah. the characters, Josh Brolin playing the second badass villain that he played in the same year, getting that fuck you Marvel <laughs> money. I can't imagine how rich he is after that. I mean, he had a great career beforehand, but he's got to be in a, an entirely different position by now. But no, I just, uh, I don't know. It's that kind of humor. And you see it everywhere. And like, sometimes it feels almost corporatized. Like some guy in his mid-50s was like, oh, I'm going to write something for the youth. <laughs> and that's what came out. <laughs> um, holy shit, we're off track here. <laughs> yeah, it happens. That's okay. Because yeah, it's only the people watching the video that are, that are going to see the, uh, the Borderlands 3 thing on screen. But people who are listening on other platforms, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, this is just a naturally no progression conversation. There's nothing weird here at all. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to go ahead and move on to the next story here, which is something that we've touched on before. And I've, I've never had a debate about this topic, but I've had kind of an internal monologue or an internal debate rather about this topic. Social media regulation by the federal government is, uh, mm -hmm. kind of an interesting thing. So obviously the Mueller report came out. And the whole thing, I don't know if they've released the entire thing yet, but basically the most people are kind of guessing that, you know, Trump didn't directly collude with Russia. And yeah, but that started a very interesting debate about the responsibility that social media companies have to, I guess, maintaining our society to some degree because they house so much of our culture and they house so much of our society that a politically biased social media platform could fundamentally change society in a way mm. that maybe the government wouldn't approve of. And it could, and that in turn influences government. And when you're talking about the United States, an influence in domestic government here has a worldwide implication. Oh, yeah. What do you think of the argument, if I was to pose this to you, that these companies shouldn't be regulated because they are private corporations and should have the same rights as any private corporation. Talking specifically about like social media, specifically about Facebook, Twitter, among other social media platforms. YouTube is in this conversation as well. I think it's, um, cause yeah, I, ideally you would be able to be hands off and just leave them alone as a public company. But they have so much, like you said, they have so much influence over, like, worldwide politics. I think it's... Uh, it's Did a clash, because you're, yeah. you're trying to find a happy medium in there. But I don't know. Do you, do you know what I, would, what I would say? What? So if we're going to not legislate any private institution um, other than, you know, obviously like constitutional civil rights. How does the EPA function then? So like at Walmart, when, <laughs> when a, let me give you a mundane, stupid example, uh, dish soap. Let's say that somebody comes through my line and something of theirs accidentally pierces through a bottle of dish soap. So, I, as the cashier, am responsible for hazmatting that dish soap. 
it's now considered um, a hazard, so I have to hazmat it. So I have to go, I have two options. I can either go into the back room on my own time, by the way. Like, if I don't get this done during my shift, typically I either, if I if the right person is working back there, back there, I can leave it for them. Or if the wrong person is working back there, I have to t I have to take time after work to do this. Put on all the hazmat gear, absorb every drop of liquid that I can get out of that bottle in a powder, package it, tag it, um, and put it into a bucket labeled correctly with the correct hazmat color. I can either do that or I can buy the dish soap bottle and throw it away. <laughs> um, so, but. Like the minimum fine, yeah, and you can, and you can, and that's how you dodge the EPA is you just spend the dollar and twenty nine cents for the fucking dish soap and throw it in the nearest garbage can. And fucking minimum wage is almost worth your time. Jesus. Yeah, it absolutely is worth your time. Uh, but the minimum fine for an EPA violation involving a hazmat is something like twenty thousand dollars minimum. Fucking absurd. It is insane. When you consider dish soap a hazmat. But the reason why they have those regulations is because Walmart is a company that has a profoundly large inf uh, effect on the environment. With all the product oh, they yeah. carry, um, all of the cargo and transport that they do, you're talking about an absolutely absurd amount of, uh, of impact that this company has. I think that you can compare it to social media impact on, I guess, the public conversation. Yeah, it's like you don't want to have to regulate a private company, but they have such an influence on p politics and world opinions. And Noobkilla makes an interesting point in Discord. He says, to be honest, if you are a company which runs as a public forum that breeds discussion and cultural exchange, it should be upheld to the same standards as, in, as any old non-digital forms of public forums like town halls and PTA meetings. So... I guess where 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 would I start on that one? Um as far as that's concerned, I think he's right. And I think that your civil rights should extend into social media. I think that's an important thing. And the thing is that your political affiliation is a is a means by which you identify yourself. So it should be your civil rights as far as that is concerned should fall into that category. Then you get people that are talking about, well, not all different ideologies are created equal. You have the white supremacists. You have the radical uh, terrorists. You have radical religious viewpoints, Buddhists slaughtering people in Myanmar, in the Middle East, in the <laughs> Islam. You know, you have insane people in every fucking corner. And the question just kind of is, well, where do we then draw the line and say, all right, you're not civil enough to have civil rights? <laughs> And that sounds awful, but that is kind of the conversation, I think. And um, it's figuring out, like you said, where the happy medium is. If you ask me, it is we should look straight to what the law is right now. For example, in, in New York City, um, you, you know, and in most places, a direct call of violence is illegal. Oh, yeah. Direct calls of genocide, anything like that. Are illegal, which means that the majority of what happens on 8chan should be illegal, and mm. which is the website that bred that monster in New Zealand. And it's just, I don't know. I think it's a lot of it is case by case, and that social media platforms don't have enough employees to handle it. 
And an artificial no, intelligence can't root out hatred. It, yeah. it, there's no objective yeah, way for a robot to judge us. Like, Marvel Comics has an entire race of robots whose sole purpose is to go civilization to civilization and destroy the unworthy. <laughs> I don't want that. Negative. I do think that it's good that Mark Zuckerberg is okay with some oversight. Oh, yeah. I just worry... This is the other issue, is that when the status quo of governmental values change every four to eight years, what is oversight? Hmm. Like, where, like, if, if the standard changes that constantly, and it does, we, we have massive fluctuations. Oh, yeah. I mean, from Obama to Trump is a huge fucking fluctuation, and from Trump to perhaps a Democratic candidate, no matter who that Democrat, even a moderate Democrat, is going to be miles away from him as far as values oh. are concerned. And I know that the executive branch isn't going to directly oversee uh, social media regulations, but you see ripple effects in Congress and... Uh, and even on the Supreme Court, whenever these kinds of changes are made. You know, you'll see more liberal voices rising up, more liberal seats mm. taken. Uh, and, you know, it's like that whole thing about legislating speech and, like, creating a, a governmental legal standard for hate speech is that when the definition of hate is changed on you, you could be the one whose rights are being violated. You know, you could be the one who is, who is the who who is on the wrong side of history at that point, and there is absolutely yeah. no way to gauge what, like what that future is going to look like. Yeah, because you you follow a standard, the standard changes, and you don't change your behavior, then you're screwed. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like Discord. I didn't include the story, and I probably should have. The whole thing about how I guess in their new TOS, you can't use the soft A N word. Soft A, by the way, or the word retard in partnered servers. Hmm. So, on one hand, I'm like, okay, they're promoting they're promoting diverse, large vocabularies. Fantastic. <laughs> That's the only upside. That's the only upside. I don't, mm. you know, I don't go around calling people retards. Uh, but at the same exact time. That is such a soft word. Like, and like, and you can, and they're not consistent. That's the other thing that bothers me. Like, you can say cunt. You know, you know yeah. why you can say cunt, Luke? Why? If they took that word Ooh, away, they would lose the it. entire continent of Australia. <laughs> Fucking guarantee. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, yeah, just because something sounds crass doesn't necessarily mean that it should be illegal or that it should be. Um, legislated against via a company's policies. And that's a policy that I vehemently disagree with. I hate that precedent. It's a, mm. you know, it's a word. You know, if you're, if you're going after somebody, calling them the N-word, which I have been called the N-word on several occasions, by the way, by people who had never seen my face. Just Xbox Live days and gaming yeah, on PC and shit. Um, yeah. Servers have moderators already. And the thing mm. is that the, the, the silver lining here is that it's only partnered Discord servers that have to deal with this. So I kind of get yeah. that. I kind of get that. But at the same exact time, it's not a precedent that I like. 
I like we have I have my own fucking moderators. If especially if you're running a partnered Discord server, you have administrators, you have you probably have tiered moderators at that point. Like a oh, yeah. lot of people. So just I don't know. I think it's an unnecessary change that's just going to piss off and inconvenience a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Where else are the twelve year olds supposed to congregate? If they don't have a partner Discord server, they can use the word retard in. <laughs> I just I don't like I don't like unnecessary rules, and that is a completely unnecessary rule. Yeah. Um. God. I. I God. I. Th- I thought I was saving the rants for the end. <laughs> Son of a bitch! They just pop up out of nowhere. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Well, in any case, chat. Uh. They're coming for you. Uncle Sam's coming for you. So we're going to move on to the next story. Are store exclusives bad for gaming? We have touched on this a bit. I brought up last week that I felt like... I, I At one point, I said that console-exclusive games were dying out. Uh, I have since rescinded that, and instead I believe they have mutated into... Or they're beginning <laughs> to mutate into store-exclusive games. Games now. I've heard people on both sides of this. Noob Killer in the Discord just said no, they are not. Competition is good overall. So my question to you, Luke, is, um, what do you think about it? You know, about the idea of do you do you think that having multiple launchers is an inconvenience? I mean, I think it can be an inconvenience. I don't think it's enough of an inconvenience to change behavior. Um, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think store exclusives are specifically bad for PC gaming. I think like we just said this, like console exclusives are dying out. I think this is the exact same thing happening again. Store exclusives are going to start dying out too. Eventually at least. Well, I think that the only way that that will happen is if steam starts to compete and they're not competing well right now. If you're talking about Epic and like the distribution rates that other platforms have the only reason why it makes sense to go through steam is because it already has a very large established player base but now that fortnite's been a thing epic has a giant one too yeah and every time that the people open up the epic launcher they can just advertise these games to these tons of fortnite players um you think epic games is just gonna epic games is just kicking steam's ass and it's gonna take the well i think that it's one of those situations where I, I, I'm not a huge fan of Epic Games. They are morally so tied to the moral values of the Chinese government, and I can't get behind that. If you're talking about like the way that they legislate how you can use their properties and like your personal artwork and stuff, like if you wanted to make Fortnite art, you're not supposed to make like Fortnite art that violates, like they, they get to dictate what you can and can't make, like fan fiction. Yeah. Um, if somebody was to, for some vapid, horrible reason, write a Fortnite fan fiction <laughs> that violated what they wanted out of it, and they're not going to go after everybody, right? But it's just that precedent. I don't yeah. like it very much. But you, you, you can't fucking lie. I, I can't lie here. That is an extra. They offer an extra 18 cents on the dollar compared to Steam. And that adds up fast mm. when you're selling millions and millions of copies of a game. And Epic is the only other launcher that by itself has the capability to do that right now. I don't think that, I mean, Origin can because of Apex, but Origin's like user interface isn't nearly as attractive as Epic's is. 
Uh, Discord yeah. could, but Discord hasn't pushed Nitro like they should have. They haven't really like. I mean, I'm like I'm doing a large scale video series right now. I'm making it, and it is a giant review of Discord Nitro and whether or not that it's worth it. And TLDR, mm. so far it is. So yeah. there aren't a lot of duds on there. I mean, you get a few here and there, but they haven't pushed that nearly enough. Indie devs will go to Discord, but AAA ones, it's a bit harder to land. So right now, I think that Epic is poised to be a very good competitor for Steam, whether or not I like it. Um, hmm. Yeah. So, and it's not, and I, I, I agree with Noob. I think competition's great. I think if it forces steam to teach to treat their devs better then i'm happy about it because the more money that the devs get the more likely we are to see more games that's true bringing the competition to yeah and then they can reinvest that extra 18 cents and maybe create a sequel to a game that we've wanted to see for a while like fucking moonlighter 2 i've been waiting for that uh or more moonlighter dlc and i think that i don't think that it's anti-consumer at all and you know noob made a point that it's like it's a it's a free launcher. It's not a six hundred dollar console. It's not these generational upgrades that you have to make. But I just uh you know, I think that it's it's a good thing in the long run, if it is annoying in the short term. True. True. Yeah. Yeah. And Epic Games, I mean, they, they know what they're doing. They got the outer worlds. I didn't expect that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But people are... Yeah, I, like I don't understand... It's on a dollar, yeah. Well, yeah, I, 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 I don't understand the, the vitriol that people have for devs that decide to do this. Like, like why... In, in what universe does it make sense to, to take less money on the dollar? Oh, yeah. When well, you I mean, are not possibly like, not... Like, maybe you're guaranteed to make more money on Steam. But is that going to make up that 18 cents? How many copies do you think you'd have to sell to make that up? Like, an, or how poorly would Fortnite have to market your game? I mean, not Fortnite, Epic. Fortnite is Epic. Um, I just, I, th- I think the whole thing is fine in the long term. It's just, I don't want 15 launchers, but, you know, and a lot of devs. A couple, yeah. Well, yeah, and a lot of devs have figured out that like Bethesda wanted to have their own launcher and they figured out really fast that's like nobody fucking wants that. We're better <laughs> off on Steam. We're better off on a different platform cuz our launcher sucks one and two we have we don't we don't release games frequently enough. Yeah. You don't have an yeah, you got to you gotta, it's got to be an amalgamation of games. It's like w- Walter White in Breaking Bad insisting that he has to be the leader of this fucking drug empire. It's like you would have been better off just being the cook. You would still be alive and you'd be a millionaire. But no, it wasn't enough for him. Fucking moral of the story, don't cook meth. And uh, this isn't as bad a thing as it appears. You know, you might it might be frustrating to adjust to, but I think that in the long term it'll actually be a very good thing for developers and as a result a very good thing for gamers. Hmm. Any opinions on that? Yeah, I don't think it's, I mean, it's kind of a bummer to switch between launchers, but I mean, it's not like there's much of a barrier to entry for any of them, so. Oh, yeah. The worst thing in the world. It's when they start charging you for launchers that, which I, I, yeah, I doubt that'll ever fucking happen, unless EA yeah. 
like is like one day like hey <laughs> here's a thought let's make all of our games free to play but charge them 50 uh 50 dollars for the launcher that's an ea Damn. move right there and but i don't usually acknowledge the alerts on stream during the podcast but rider nocturnal thank you for that follow i appreciate it a ton and uh luke luke will, luke will give you a kiss hell yeah <laughs> wait, wait you're in a relationship luke shame oh, okay let's continue <laughs> um got me the next story so Alex Jones, if you guys recall, is fucking ba- is batshit crazy, <laughs> and he's he's made claims about every fucking conspiracy theory from like nine eleven to the fucking uh, PizzaGate shit, and now he's getting sued because he claimed that the Sandy Hook shootings were a hoax, mm. and he's blaming psychosis, and I think he's full of shit. I know. I just, I just read this headline and I just couldn't stop laughing. That's, that's exactly what he would do. Claim psychosis. Okay. Yeah, there's a conspiracy to make him crazy, guys. <laughs> oh my god. The Democrats laid their eggs in his Damn. head. <laughs> Gave gay him psychosis. Frogs. Fucking shit. It's all the gay frogs. He licked a toad one time and it was gay. And now he has psychosis. <laughs> <laughs> stupid Jesus. like here's the thing when oh, any, like there are people who are this crazy but when you have a platform like this to me you're probably not nuts you just know exactly what you're doing the dude can market crazy to <laughs> anyone i fucking oh, yeah. watched him sometimes just for the crazy <laughs> like when he's talking about uh, what's that fucking remix like they did the turn the freaking frogs gay do you oh, understand yeah. that and then there was the uh, I don't want to see him kissing goblins, making love to a goblin. Like that's probably my favorite one is the is the fucking goblin remix. Oh my god, um, it's just insane. Yeah, nothing like psychosis. A screaming though. at a microphone for an hour. There you go. Oh yeah, dude. In that mic, how many mics do you think he melts on a daily basis with the power of his voice? Oh my god, he probably oh probably can't god. fucking handle it. It's like when it's like when a mortal grabs an infinity stone and they melt. <laughs> Fuck. Damn. Fuck me. This is just insane. Like, you're a cunt. Own your shit. I hate when people fucking just like outsource blame for the dumb shit they say and the dumb shit they do um, (laughs) as adults. Like, this man said some crazy shit. Own it. You know, you're getting sued because you claimed that this mass shooting was a hoax. You deserve it. Like, you... Ah. Fucking crazy. I had, almost, I had almost like a form of psychosis back in the past when I basically thought everything was staged. Even though yep, I'm now right here. a lot of things aren't staged. Jesus Christ. So I think as a pundit, oh someone giving an opinion that, you know, my opinions have been wrong. <laughs> but they never were wrong consciously to hurt people. Oh yes, they were. That's why you're a partisan fucking talk show host. <laughs> Is because you're out to fuck everybody who disagrees with you, and you're out to fuck everybody with a, uh, with a different partisan viewpoint. You're out there to hurt people in some way, shape, yeah. or form. He's not out there yeah, to fucking bad. relay legitimate information. <laughs> I mean, if he was, we wouldn't have a fucking goblin remix. Yeah, pretty much. 
Jones claimed that the media, corporate lawyers, the establishment, in quotations, by the way, uh, and the Democratic Party tried to make it seem like he was obsessed with the Sandy Hook massacre, and he was obsessed with the Sandy Hook massacre. He absolutely was. Uh, the way that he... he was He's obsessed with that. He's like a fucking... Like a, like a dog, right? Like a dog catches a squirrel out of the corner of its eye, and it's like, that squirrel is the whole world for like a solid minute. And then the dog... Here's its bowl, get food poured into it. And then that food is the dog's world for a whole minute. You get home from work and the dog is like trying to smash its fucking skull through the window just so it can hang out with you for a little bit. He's obsessive. They tricked him into consistently debating it. Yeah, they tricked him. As though he wasn't completely <laughs> sure that being able to put Sandy Hook fake oh, yeah. in the tags or in the title of his videos wasn't going to get him views and money and attention from his fucking advertisers. Bullshit. Fuck you. <laughs> kind of a, yeah. It's kind of hilarious. Fuck. Interesting that this guy has such a large viewing and such a large platform. Remember, remember when I told you that the reins were going to be left at the end of the video of the podcast? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Chad. Good try. Good try. Good try. I'm sorry, Chad. I get heated. I contribute to global warming. <laughs> and now we have another dummy dumb saying dummy dumb things. <laughs> Trump says wind power doesn't work because it only blows sometimes. Now, I hate to fucking say it, but I thought this was like some some dumbass like misquoted. And he took half a sentence and fucking like maybe maybe took him out of context. No, no, I wasn't that lucky. <clears throat> um, he he actually said something basically like that verbatim. And, uh, are you serious? Like, okay, Luke, we live in Washington state, correct? <laughs> we use a yeah. wide variety of power sources. Mainly where I live, it's hydroelectric. But power grids are designed to utilize multiple sources of power. <laughs> they, they fall back on things, right? Oh, God. Wasn't part of his whole campaign thing trying to restore coal jobs to the uh, to the U.S.? Yeah. Well, like, if coal jobs were low, right, and mm -hmm. the fucking power grids only rely on one source of power, how did people in coal zones have power? Oh, probably the wind! Or maybe solar energy? Or something? I mean, like, ugh. Natural Fuck. Gas. This is why, like, his cabinet must be fucking empty. He probably consults his cabinet by opening his closet. <laughs> fucking. Uh, like, you're supposed to. Just, oh, fuck. It's just another, yet another showing of how completely uneducated and unaware he is. You're supposed to, like, and I hate to make this sound partisan, but he is so fucking dumb. You're, like, you're <laughs> at least supposed to have people on your cabinet, right, that are well-versed in these kinds of topics and that can tell you, hey... This is That's what you think, stupid, and this is why you think it, and this is what you say, because if you say anything else, you're dumb. If you say anything else, you're going to look like a child, and he looks like a child here. The wind only blows sometimes, Luke. I'm afraid it's just not going to work. Oh, coal only burns for a finite period of time. I'm afraid that's not going to work either. Oh, and the sun's down for half the day, so... <laughs> Well, solar energy's out of the solar fucking... <laughs> solar power isn't, isn't possible. It's just not possible. We'll have to invade a country on the other side of the Earth so that we can get solar power 24-7. <laughs> <laughs>
Let's <laughs> see. Oh. Like legitimate justification for invasion. Yeah, let's just invade yeah, fucking like all of Europe <laughs> and undo Article Thirteen. But no, guys, just don't don't be this guy. If you don't know something about something, look it up. This this was a Google search away from not happening. Basically, <laughs> and he couldn't even do that. Oh my god. We'll have to hire people to. We'll have to hire men to manually spin the turbines, and that's just not cost effective. Jesus. Oh we'll have to feed god. the entire southern half of the country only Mexican food, so they can fart in the direction of the windmills. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, but then you're bringing Mexican into the country, man. That's just not going to happen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The wind can't make it past the wall. So. <laughs> I don't want foreign wind powering my country. <laughs> Fuck that. Okay, I'm gonna move on before I, before I fucking absolutely gut this fucking joke format. Um, all right, guys, are white nationalists corrupting our gaming youth? <sighs> the answer is yes. <laughs> no, um, probably not. If yeah. you ask me, probably not. Mm. That's that's a that's a little far, mm. a little far fetched for me. Uh, they're everywhere though. I mean, to say that there's not a white nationalist problem is being disingenuous, because there definitely is a white nationalist issue. But absolutely, white nationalists watch the same movies as you. White nationalists play the same video games as you. They're not constantly preying <laughs> on your kids trying to get those Fortnite dubs. Noobkilla in the Discord says, Better question. Are journalists desperate for ad revenue? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, they are. Yeah, like, is this a fucking screenshot from, like, Wolfenstein or some shit? I don't even know. But no, they... It's It's not true. It's absolutely not true that gamers specifically are a white nationalist target. I I I refuse to acknowledge that as a legitimate like like legitimate um hypothesis. Because no. No. like I think that the main thing here is that games are the upcoming largest or if they're not already the largest entertainment medium they're going to be very 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 soon. And yeah. uh that <clears throat> that comes with some caveats. It absolutely does. And one of those caveats is that, yeah, fucked up people. We talked about this with the PewDiePie thing. Yeah. Sample sizes. Oh, Any exactly. large enough sample size and you can create a correlation is, what, is how you put it, right? Yeah. This is the same exact thing. Just because some Nazis play Fortnite doesn't mean that Nazis are going on Fortnite for the specific purpose of converting your kid. <laughs> God, it's insane. Yeah. It's like these people heard the N-word one time in Fortnite and they were like, well, I better write this article. <laughs> Fucking white nationalists. Like, it's like these people, it's like these guys didn't exist when Xbox Live was around. It is it is so much better now than it used to be. If you're talking about really like openly open racism and get oh hell yeah. They were nuts. I remember the first time I pissed off a guy, uh, story time. I was playing uh Halo Reach. 
And my brother and I played a lot of Living Dead, but on my own time, I like to get on there and play some SWAT. And I won a game by, I got some shots off, but I just went around, it was free-for-all SWAT, punching people in the back of the head and getting assassinations and melee kills. And I won off of it. And uh, this guy fucking sent me a voice message where he called me the hard R N-word um, <laughs> and told me, um, oh, what was it? Told me I should finish the job. I, I should finish the botched abortion. Um, it, it, God, it was something like that. Like, your, your abortionist must have, like, 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 fuck, must have sucked at his job. You should go ahead and finish the job up for him. Jesus. And oddly enough, that is how I learned what an abortion was, is because I Googled it. <laughs> I Googled it after that, because I was I was pretty young. And it was like, well, okay. Well, and then, like, just playing in Halo, right? Just playing games, generally speaking. Like, yeah. you hear a voice that is even remotely stereotypically, like, black, or, like, or, like, you hear an Indian accent, or anything at all, and there are some people that would just jump at it. <clears throat> um... God damn it! And just like yeah. lose their shit, like uh, like these fucking sand monkeys playing Halo. Like they they they're crazy on there. They're nuts. And now, yeah, it's not like racism has been eradicated. But I tell you what, no. my voice is deeper and more bassy and more baritone than it ever has been. And I have not had a single guy. That's not true. In the last six months, I have not had a single person call me the N word out of spite. <laughs> I have in the last year, but not in the last six months. <laughs> um, I think that's definitely like um, an indication of the way society is moving in the first place, though. I mean, gaming the 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 culture in gaming is reflected in the culture and society as a whole. As society as a whole moves toward more acceptance and more, I don't know, we want to say less racism. <clears throat> gaming does as well. Yeah, no, and it's, you know, and by the way, being a racist cunt is an unacceptable behavior. It really is. Like, making a Dave Chappelle-esque racist joke is different. We have to contextualize what this means. Um, But as far as going on and fucking corrupting your kids, like, that sounds like a fucking bad, like a bad made-for-TV movie, if you ask me. I really doubt that there's a whole lot of white prem- white supremacists that open mm. up the epic launcher and they open up Fortnite and they're just like, all right, it's time to spread the white race today. If I get any white kids in my lobbies, I'm going to tell them, I'm going to tell them to shoot only the black sprites. I'm going to make it a challenge for them. And then that will lay a seed in their heads and they will soon be one of us. Like, how how do you recruit a kid? into a political dogmatic doctrine on Fortnite. They want the dub. They don't want your fucking It's like it's like when I when a Jehovah's Witness comes to my door. How effective is that? You just inconvenienced me. I'm in my fucking underwear eating Cheetos and now I'm talking to you about God. Fuck you. Get out of my goddamn life. I had something else going here. I'm sure that's how kids feel for the most part too. Like, hey, there's a Nazi talking to me on Xbox or on Fortnite. But really? He kind of yeah. sucks at this game. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh my god. Yeah. But no, it's 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 dumb. I think that any 
This headline is just sensationalist. Mm. So question, Luke. If any... Do you think that uh, there is any ideology or doctrine that could be spread through online video games successfully? Well, I mean, I think it's... Like, um, online platforms are just a platform for ideas that have already come about. So, like, like if you look in society's general, white nationalism has spread before without online video games. And in the same way, it's possible for it to spread on video games. But is it going to spread? Has white nationalism spread to every person in the country without video games? No. Video, adding video games isn't going to change that. No, because like you said, it's a like it's another thing that is a direct reflection of society, and yeah. um, no, another platform for like online chat rooms. You can find white nationalists on online chat rooms. Well, yeah, and it's you like it's like the whole argument too. that PewDiePie is the first step to becoming a white supremacist. You know, it's that kind of <laughs> exactly. shit. Like, no, once again, you're creating a correlation that is not <clears throat> legitimately representative yeah. of um that situation. So. Yeah. Yeah, the moral of the story, <laughs> dumb. All right, let's move on from there. So if you guys watch the Philip DeFranco show, you've heard the next couple of stories. In fact, you've heard three of the next five. <laughs> so uh, this one probably strikes me the, as the most um, frustrating. And... So we talked about this. There's a pedophile issue on YouTube where they were going to videos of kids doing gymnastics, innocent, uh, innocent uploads, and using time codes to talk to each other. MAPs, what they call themselves. They're fucking pedophiles. Get that MAP shit out of here. Don't you hit me with your, oh, I'm a, mine, I'm a minor attracted person. You're a pedophile, and you should be fucked with a stick. So... Pretty much. YouTube had to, these guys went to advertisers or this guy, I can't remember his fucking name, went to advertisers and was like, okay, this is happening. What are you going to do about it? Advertisers pull away from YouTube. Adpocalypse starts up again. So YouTube mm. to, uh, responds by removing comments from videos, uh, locking down comment sections on channels, and taking away advertisement on videos. So a channel, this specific channel, got hit by this. And what it's called is Special Books by Special Kids. And what it is, is it's a lot of these, like, they take a kid that has a, a disability of some kind, and they, they just kind of talk to them. You know, they, they talk about their lives, they talk, they, they try to normalize these disabilities, because yeah, kids with, like, physical and mental disorders have zero, zero representation. That was one of those things that I hated the most uh, when when I was going to school is kids that would pick on um, on kids in like sp uh, who are in the special ed class. I hated it. Um, and you know, once again, we brought up the the whole retard on Discord thing. That's not the same thing. The context is different. If you're going out of your way to actually hurt somebody because of a disability that they have, um. And the context is that you are trying to hurt that person. You're a piece of shit. I chewed out one of my exes in high school for making fun of a student with Down syndrome. In front of me. I, yeah. I fucking lost my shit. And you, you weren't in my, 
history class. You were at Running Start by then, weren't you? Uh, I wasn't there for that event, but I was I heard about it not so not too long afterwards. Yeah, it was it was something, and it's just uh, I I don't know I I can't I can't get behind that, mm. but they. It is such a well-intentioned thing, and this sort of goes to show my claim earlier that an artificial intelligence cannot properly dictate things. This channel should not have been demonetized. Its comments should never have been removed. And the thing is that it's the monetization that allows these channels to operate. You know, like, oh, yeah. we have the benefit, Luke, of not having any money <laughs> coming from <laughs> this podcast and ha not having a lot of money come from the stream. You know, it's certainly not enough to justify saying, okay, if, you know, not having money will deplatform me. Because it doesn't deplatform me. I go out of, I do this on my free time. So, mm. with them, this is their job. Yeah. Like, they, and, and I think that they're, this is one of the most noble things that anybody on the entire website does. Mm. Uh, it's it, uh, one of the most beautiful, amazing things that, uh, that I've seen on the website. And they got hit by this, and it's absolute horseshit. They mm. apparently had trouble getting a hold of the staff, and, you know, a. they argue that it's discriminatory, which is what, the, what Alyssa here, the female uh, in the picture, says. And I think <clears throat> they're right. Now, we did have the conversation about minors on YouTube to begin with. And this puts me in an awkward spot. Because on one hand, I wouldn't mind YouTube without minors. Or without children under the age of 13, rather. Because yeah. at that point, you're talking about exploitation. Mm. Um, I don't know if this counts as exploitation. If you watch yeah. the videos, like you could very easily just be like, okay, they're exploiting disabled kids to get money. But it's, it's definitely more complicated mm. than that. This is a... Yeah. This is a very good thing. Hmm. Oh, I just had a joke in my head, but I'm not going to fucking say it. Um, let's move on here. Uh, but yeah, it's, they've had, they have like a billion views. Mm. And uh, they had a petition that got a bunch of signatures. They, I think that they're on their way to having that, all that stuff like, like, uh, what is it? All of those sanctions basically revoked. But Noobkilla in the Discord says, not to mention disabling comments gives the pedos a place to hide. If they commented, guess what? You have a username with it, and with a proper police work, you can get the name of the user. Uh, sometimes. The internet is a very hard place to catch people. Um, and I just, I don't know. I, I do agree with that, though. I think that letting the people who are dumb enough to comment and say fucked up things, allowing them to do that, is actually helping the situation. I do understand the advertisers recoiling from that, but, you know, this channel had nothing to do with that controversy at all. But it has kids, mm. so it got roped into it. Yeah. The beauty of artificial intelligence. <laughs> what do you think just yeah. about... What do you think about the idea yeah. that people have that AI should be able to solve literally everything i already know what you think about this but uh let's let's hear it yeah there's 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 no way you could create an algorithm that could catch every video that has children in it that's just not 
and and videos with children in the correct context. Yeah, there's there's no way that's just not even feasible. Especially because mm. tagging the video is up to the uploader. So, oh yeah, like how are you supposed to, um, you you have to rely completely on the uploader to properly tag their video, and then at that point they're tagging their video just so it can be demonetized, so they wouldn't do it. Are they I sure as shit wouldn't. Are they just are they demonetizing? Or are they just disabling content? No, uh, they they they've demonetized channels. Okay. Um, over this, and I think they've actually banned a whole bunch of pedophile um pedophiles on the website, which is great. Banish yeah. them to the fucking shadow realm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, it's just not. It's not cool. They deserve better. I just you know. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not bringing a whole lot of light to a situation because I'm. We have six viewers, but I figure if you hadn't heard about this, and you want to go sign that petition, um, you can. So, moving on from there, we got something interesting to talk about. Jesse Smollett. Jesse Smollett. <laughs> they dropped all the charges against him. So. We ragged on this man for faking an assault, and now apparently he didn't fake the assault. Uh. What? Okay, so the the Chicago PD is pissed, by the way, like really pissed, because I guess that they all still hold the the uh, hold to the idea that he should have been prosecuted. But yeah, he's not going to be. So without getting into, because I don't want to argue about the speculation regarding, oh, did he use his money to get out of it? I don't want to fucking go into that because I don't know. What I would like to talk about is, uh, do you think that this kind of says something about how quickly we jump the gun? Not just like you and I, but the entirety of society <clears throat> on stories that are developing. He hadn't even seen a trial yet, and everybody was already against him. And there's a chance, yeah. there is a chance that he's actually innocent. So, do you think that uh, indicates a problem? Or do you think that that is the nature of having a world that moves so fast in the social media age? I think that's a side effect of having a, like, people who want to get articles out there. The Like, we've seen a couple of them right now, like, great headlines who are going to get clicks. But I don't think, I don't know, it's it's another happy medium, trying to find, trying to get information out to the public as soon as possible, but also try not to falsify information. And I don't see, even if he's acquitted of charges, I don't understand how releasing true information, releasing correct information before the trial is negative. See, and this is, the, we, we, did, did we cover something like this before? Because they, uh, oh, well, maybe we didn't. This may have happened before we started this podcast series, but there was this guy in, uh, God, it must have been Europe that got detained because he was reporting outside of a courtroom or outside of this, uh, uh, outside of this trial. Yeah. And uh, he was arrested. Because he was going to influence the trial. And that's not allowed over there. Noob says something in the chat regarding the last story. Um, 
just uh, want to touch on that really quick before I run too far into the nether realm. Okay. He says that they should disable time codes and comments of those videos, force the user to use Google+, first name and last name, and comment in those certain videos, and hold all comments for review by the channel moderators and owner without notifying the person posting the comments. This is actually somewhere that I think Facebook could help out, but I'm not going to talk about that right now since we already moved on. Um, I just talked really fast. I need to slow the fuck down. <laughs> oh, here rapping. Goddamn. But, yeah, I... I think that this is, I don't know that this is necessarily an issue, because I've seen, you know, Twitter is a hot take machine anytime anything happens. Oh, yeah. And I've seen a lot of people that are like, well, you people just jump the gun, and that's a problem. We should all take our sweet time, but I don't know if that's necessarily possible. We are a a society of knee-jerk reactions. We are a... Oh, yeah. And the thing is that I don't know why they dropped the charges on him. Like, what... Usually, there is something being released alongside that information. Like, like if you're going to um, acquit somebody of something before they're even in a courtroom, mm. then typically there's some kind of press release. They're going to tell you why. Settlement or something. And that settlement. bugs me. Yeah. Because... I just, he's not really free from this controversy. He's in no way free from this controversy. Because nobody really knows whether or not he's innocent. Other than him. Mm. I, so, fuck, I have no goddamn clue. Noobkilla says, squash. It's a weird double standard. Any normal person would see their court date, even though the DA said the results would be the same. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very good point. You usually still have to see your court date so that you can be acquitted in the first place. Mm. Why'd they drop the charges? It was an, it was an, yeah, apparently it was an emergency session or something. Emergency session. They're like, all right, he's offered to give us $1 million. <laughs> we must acquit. Yeah, I don't know. It's awful. Awful. I just don't know what to think about it, but I think that the 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 discussion around the way that we respond to these headlines is an important discussion to be had. I I think that yeah. we sort of we, we distance ourselves from from our own reactions sometimes. And a lot of us are gonna be like, oh yeah, well, now that this information has come out. You know, I I now feel this way, but this person's name has now been drugged through the mud, and their career is irreparably damaged as a result. So, but I don't. I, if 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 all the information released about him was true and was not falsified, I don't know. Like, if you're gonna fake a hate crime, I don't think having your career drugged through the mud is an, um, unfair. No, not at all. But the thing is that if he is actually found innocent, the the fact that his name was associated with that in the first place is already going to be damaging. It's yeah, like true. like when O.J. Simpson was acquitted. Now, maybe that's not a good example because most people think that he that he killed him, <laughs> that he yeah, he killed them. But even if it was completely, if he was completely just freed of that, people are still going to associate him with that. 
Oh, yeah. More so than his career. I knew about O.J. Simpson, the possible murderer, before I knew about O.J. Simpson, the football player. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, that's interesting. I'm going to move on to Article 13. Would you like to present this one, Luke? So, Article 13. We, we, we heard about it. We heard how shitty it was. And it passed. It passed! What does that mean for us? Kinda, Are we going to have to cancel the stream? <laughs> Actually, probably not, no. Apparently, referencing news articles in themselves is not copyrightable. I am showing them on screen, though. I think it's still okay. You think it's still okay, but what happens when the fucking Queen of Europe comes over? (laughs) That's right, Queen of Europe. Or the entirety of Parliament pickets my house. Yeah, it pretty much completely changes. Articles, I think, 11 and 13 are kind of the main changes. 13 changes, and it um, not only alters copyright rules, but puts blame onto the platform that un, uh, um, content that allowed it to pass. Hmm? Despite the, 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 they blame the platform that allowed something to slip through despite the insane volume of content that is being uploaded. Yeah, so if you upload something, upload something that's copyrighted, YouTube could get fucked. That's, is, and that's not, that's not right. I hate that. I hate that precedent. It's so bad. Because the whole point of having a creator-driven platform is that you give the like power that. of the content to the individual. Well, it's like YouTube has spoken out. Like YouTube, the company itself, has released statements saying this is awful. Every YouTube channel has released a statement saying this is awful. Noob Killer released. Uh, Noob, I just Noob Killer released a comment. Noob Killer commented in the Discord. Thirteen is now seventeen. They did that to get us off yes. their scent, but we're on to you, Europe. Fuck you. Yes, that is. That we're is on to bad. you. It is EU. Changed. No, it's still. It's, it's still it's called the people. It, you know, it's still the shorthand is still going to be Article Thirteen because that was what it was when it got popular it's kind of like how how uh i'm uh i'm both squash and adam but if i blow up on on fucking twitch at some point i'm going to be squash to everyone um <laughs> like oh you know you know squash is actually adam fuck adam dude fuck that guy but no this is just really bad really bad legislation from people that don't understand the internet like, why do we keep electing old people? Why can't we just fucking send them home to their retirement homes so they can fucking play croquet and and curl and fucking decay? I know that sounds awful, but like they should have absolute. They should keep their grimy, goddamn, wrinkled fingers off of the off of the internet. Like they can't <laughs> operate their smartphone. Like Siri, uh. When, when is America's Got Talent on? Thank you. I've heard people say, I've heard old people like say thank you to their smartphone. It's a robot. It doesn't give a shit. Although it would be kind of interesting if they put like something into Siri where she was like, you're very welcome. Thanks for being polite to kind of train people. That's not really related. But in any case, 
No, we, we hand off power for uh, to people that shouldn't have it and who are technologically illiterate. And, you know, this is a this is the best example of that. It's like, where is the artificial intelligence that, that can make sure that these things don't happen? Well, it's impossible to code currently. We have no way of creating an algorithm that could possibly go through up to 400 hours of content uploaded every minute. Yeah. So I'm, I'm interested in what, I haven't read into it enough. I'm interested in what triggered this. What, what was so wrong with the previous system that they had to implement this? Lobbying, almost certainly. <sighs> Music industry lobbying, because musicians are totally okay with this. Mm, because so. their stuff does get used yeah. in ways that it probably shouldn't. However, if I wanted to use a five-second um, clip from In the Air tonight in a video, then that shouldn't be an issue. Like, mm. for example, when I was working for the channel Film Artsy, I made a video that I didn't want to make. So I put something funny into the video to attempt to redeem it. That video garnered, what is it, at least two million views? And I hate the video, but I love that part. And what I did is I took f video of Thanos beating the shit out of the Hulk, like kneeing him, and I synced it up to We Will Rock You by Queen. <laughs> and that was considered okay. That wasn't a violation of any copyright rules. Because it was a short clip, I wasn't, like, just distributing the, the source material without doing anything yeah. creative. So it was it was altered enough that you were not. Noob Killer makes an interesting point about the headline thing being that Facebook posts snippets from fake articles. And if you pay people to post that stuff, the fake bots will be too expensive to run. What's my opinion on that? Facebook should have that regulation then for themselves. But the whole of the Internet. It's just not very good practice. Europe is fucked. Like, they... I mean, there's not a single online content creator right now that wants to live in Europe. Like, no. none of them. Everybody wants to come either to the US or over to Asia. Because they are... Especially the US. We have way, way better internet legislation over here. Than, than mm. Europe does. Surprisingly. <laughs> Well, the thing is that you're talking about these people these people making decisions that, you know, small in the chat just said, that won't affect them in five or t for five or ten years. But with these old people, it's not going to affect them at all. They're still watching cable TV. Reruns of fucking Roseanne. Like, they don't... They don't watch YouTube the majority of the time, and if they do, they're trying to find directions to fucking cook something or fix something or fucking just do something. Like, they... The, the reasons why the older generation uses YouTube are far, far different than why we watch them. And I don't want to, like, that's generalization, of course. I am sure mm. at least one elderly individual is watching this right now. Just kidding. Uh, but, you know, generally speaking, they don't use it for the same reason, and nothing that they use violates these, these mandates. But also, proving that you created the content is extremely hard. How do I prove that I'm the guy talking right now? That was an issue. Even on Film Artsy, when I worked for that channel, 
I had to prove, we got fucking mass demonetized on YouTube. The whole channel got demonetized. I had to prove to YouTube that I was making those videos. And it's my voice in the goddamn videos. <laughs> I'm Adam from Film Artsy. That's what I was. They were like, well, you watermark it, so we want to make sure that you're creating it. And it was easy. All I had to do is I made a video that where I was on camera walking them through my video editing process. But if everybody has to do that, well, now you have the problem of going through all of that information. Yeah. And you make someone watch all of those videos, for God's sake. Ugh. Dumb. Mm. Dumb, 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 dumb. Uh, basically, fuck uh, Parliament. Yeah. So, uh, moving on from there. To this stupid thing. The racist practice of mispronouncing names. Dun, dun, dun! Okay. I get it, right? Some of us have very interesting names. I went to high school with a guy named Alon Sostagi. He just got doxxed on this stream, but he's a cool dude. But every fucking day, if his name was on the intercom, it was Insastagui. <laughs> like a fucking pasta. <laughs> and you know why that is? Because the person on the intercom was a cracker ass. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like, I understand... Yeah, it might be a little insensitive if if your buddy Mario comes up and you're like, "Hey, you're Mario," and you know it might be a little insensitive. But racist? Are we are we really bring are we watering down that it that much? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's like like let me give you a legitimate example of this. Like not mispronouncing, but just a racist thing involving names. Uh, how about J.K. Rowling deciding that the Jewish wizard at Hogwarts' name is Anthony Goldstein? <laughs> you know that might qualify. <laughs> but if somebody mispronounces your name, all you have to do is say, hey, that's not my name. That's not my name. That's not my name. And then usually it, they, they will stop. Yo, dude, don't do that, man. I don't like it. What they talk about, there's a little podcast thing here that they recorded. And what they talk about here uh, in this podcast basically is using is mispronouncing names to demoralize somebody. You know, like, uh, like an Asian name. Um, like, like doing some stereotypical Asian accent to say a name, but we are watering down what we should give a fuck about. Guys in the chat, oh, yeah. people are gonna be assholes, and there is literally nothing you can do about that. Here's the beauty of being an adult. You don't gotta fucking deal with them. And the thing is, now we live in a world where if it's like a coworker or a boss, usually you're in, you have an HR department that you can direct that complaint to, and they'll handle that shit. But to bitch and moan because somebody mispronounced your name, and a lot of the time, it's, uh, you know, it, it's not their fault. Um. Yeah. Oh. Stupid. Yeah. I, I, I hate, I just hate it. I, I just hate this entitlement. Like, um, you know, you know how many different languages there are dialects, uh, and everybody is just supposed to get it right. I, mm. I, I, 
I hate that behavior. It's like when somebody goes uh, and decides that they identify as non-binary. It's fine. But if I fuck up your your pronouns, it is not my fault. It is not. <laughs> Unless I'm purposefully calling a she a he to piss them off, you, you literally can't cast blame onto me. No, yeah. Gender is an inference, not an assumption. You're not assuming somebody's gender. And if I read your name on a piece of paper, I am making an inference based on how I understand language as to how to pronounce that name. And yes, and Sastagui sounds like a fucking pasta, like a noodle. And it's wrong. But all Alon ever had to do was just say it's, it's in Sastagui. That's it. A little bit of embarrassment. But you know what, Luke? I got called Adam Lame in elementary school. <laughs> My name's Adam Lane, by the way. I got called Adam Lame. You think you have it bad? Fuck you. <laughs> Fourth grade me was devastated. What do you think of this, Luke? I mean, I think either there's two different situations in which one, like you're talking about where like, Dude, I don't know how to pronounce your name. I just gave it my best job. Don't get pissed at me just because you are you have a complicated name and I can't pronounce it. I'm not trying to hurt you. And then there's the other situation in which you're purposely making fun of them or like, hey, me and my audio or something. Something stupid like that. And then, again, it's kind of the same situation, man. It's it's a joke. It's not like an insult on you. I'm not being racist like your Italian heritage or something. <clears throat> and I like like this is like and this kind of fucking picture by the way for those of you who are listening to this I'm going to describe this image on this article to you it's a girl right and on her face is a whole bunch of different things that people have called her Kayla Kaya Kate Kenya Karake Kia like Kenya that's that's actually fucking racist all these other ones none of these other ones are racist not even Kia and like, like, and they, they wrote on their face and they're trying to make this statement about how it's like, this is wrong. This is hurt. Shut the fuck up. If you are that weak, if you are that weak, you need to reevaluate what you are sensitive towards. Just because someone, yeah, I don't understand how someone mistaking your name for Kate is like, no, dude, it's not Kate. It's my, I don't, yeah. I'm not like personally attacking you. No, no, it's. You know how hard some like I'm I am from the middle of nowhere, Luke, and so are you. What's the most complicated name that anybody had in our class? Yuritsi. That's the most complicated name yep. that anybody had in our yep. class. Prevalid, prevalid. And yeah, I've heard a couple of people drop the Yuritsi before. But she didn't give a fuck. No, of course not. Because you're not supposed to. Fuck. I uh <laughs> Fuck. Just like if, if you're if you're trying to like insult someone like Yuritsi, if, if you're trying to insult her because she's Hispanic, you don't need to mispronounce her name. It's Yuritsi. It sounds span. I don't even. Okay. Yeah. No, you can't hyperbolize that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I mean, like, unless you use an accent, and then you're just being still. a dick. But at the same exact time. P- people can be dicks and be racist dicks, but do we have to give everybody the fucking energy? <laughs> like, why are we giving them that? That is not doing us any good. It was like when, um, when I was playing basketball, uh, oh God, where the hell was I? I must, it must've been up here in Port Orchard. I was at the court 
and we were up, it's down by the water, down on the port there, and it was like, I was shooting around, and I got some crap from some black guys, um, just kind of, not like shouting at me, well, they kind of, they were kind of shouting at me, but it wasn't like, like, and I get it, I'm the white guy at the basketball court, but I'm not so fucking insecure that I'm going to, that I'm going to like, it's going to ruin my day. No. Yeah. I, first of all, in my heyday, I was probably better than any of them were. <laughs> secondly, <laughs> so not, not to pat myself too hard on the back, but secondly, yeah. why? I'm not going to give them the time of day if they're pissing me off. We, we insist, and the thing is that that is, that is not indicative of how, of how sensitive you are, that behavior. That's indicative mm. of how entitled you are. You're entitled yeah. to be that sensitive. And you're entitled to have everybody else acknowledge your sensitivity. Nobody is obligated to fucking care about anything you love or anything you like. That's how the world works. That is just the way it is. Yeah. Get used to it. Fucking just don't expect it. <laughs> Jesus. It'd be a beautiful world if everybody was in harmony together. Like, oh. Oh, you uh, you're you're a poet. Oh, that's that's great. That's great. That's fantastic. Uh, uh, uh what, what's your name again? Yeah, come, Kayla. Oh, it's 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 Kia, Kia. Oh, I'll get it right next time. It would be great, but that's not how the world works. She got called Kenya. Obviously, that's not how the world works. Keys. By the way, how the fuck did this one happen? Keys. Or karate. That sounds like a SpongeBob joke. Like karate. <laughs> Just moral of the story, guys. Every one of these fucking stories this week has a moral. D d fucking <laughs> toughen up your ball sack or your ovaries, whichever you have. Fucking. Oh my God. Jesus. Moving on. <laughs> hey, guys, Jim Jeffries is a dick. Did you know that? I love this man's comedy. Just by the way. His stand-up is hilarious. Um, but he has begun the partisan shit of catering to the left. I, do I care about that as much? No. What I care about is completely misrepresenting people on your show. And misrepresenting yourself. So he's talking to this guy who is a pro-Israeli YouTuber. And they're discussing Palestine, uh, among other things. And this Israeli YouTuber decided to hide his phone in a corner of the room and record the entire conversation before it went to his editing team, before it went to Jim's. And they cut and chopped and pasted everything the guy said. Like, to completely misrepresent him. And as a matter of fact... Jim Jeffries makes a joke about a dingo eating a Muslim baby and vomiting. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't put that in the show. <laughs> you bet your ass they didn't. Jeez. Because that, that would be inconvenient. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I, I just... Oh, people suck. Um, but the video's out now. So that's great. This is the second instance of Jim Jeffries misrepresenting somebody on his show. Jordan Peterson was the first. This guy is the latest. So, 
So, Luke, how do you feel about dingoes eating babies and vomiting? <laughs> how do you feel about this? This seems so out of character for him. Um, and what, what the responses right now are basically saying that, well, he has nothing to do with the editing. He just asks the questions. But he presents this. He presents this on his show. It's not just a video rolling. He's actively presenting this. It's called the Jim Jeffrey Show. Jesus. Fucking Australian! <laughs> uh, just kidding, I love you, Australia. But seriously, this guy is like, this guy's a snake. If that's what he's going to allow on his program. Yeah, it's kind of insane stuff, man. I don't even know where to fucking go from there on that story. I just... If you haven't seen the video yet, let me fucking pull it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna link it in the chat. Um, yeah, there's a lot of quotes in here, and it's it's pretty uh pretty colorful. Oh yeah, let's go down and read some of them. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Well, no, these are like from his stand-up comedy things, right? Oh, yeah, and during the thing, during the fucking video, he starts drawing the Prophet Muhammad. I thought that was funny. If you ask me, that was funny. Um, but it's like, okay, we get, like, that's very much a Jim Jeffries kind of thing to do. But to yeah. fucking cover that up, because he's doing that to relate to his guest, but then to mask that with this fucking politically biased bullcrap where it's like, oh, he's not a, he's actually one of us. He's with us, guys. He's not with you. He doesn't give a shit. Um, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Two-faced. Just a two-faced boy. Two-faced bastard. I don't really have anything else to even talk about here, to be honest with you. Another Do you have anything moral? else another, on this story? Another moral. Yeah, another moral. Uh, fucking stay asshole. consistent. You, you, you can change your opinions, but... If you're one way to one guy, be the same way to the to another guy, all right? It's not that difficult. It's not that hard. Um But yeah, I don't really have anything else to talk about. So the question is, do I have the after podcast show thingy where we hang out or do I shut up, get off, eat and then well, I can't really stream tonight. Can I? Because I work at 11. I might stream tonight. I might. Um, hmm. What do you want to do, Luke? Do you have anything to I'm study for? Good, actually. Okay, yeah. yeah let's, yeah, fucking, yeah. let's fucking stick around. So, uh, now for the closing shit that I, ha I do every time. So, uh, if you're listening to this on Spotify, YouTube, uh, Google Play now has it as well, Apple, or Anchor, I think those are all the platforms, <laughs> you're missing out. B -b bitch. So we we live stream this Saturdays at 7 p.m. And we usually hang out for a bit afterwards, talk to the chat a bit more, um, a bit more in depth. We let them throw articles at us and you know videos at us and such to uh, to look at and talk about. That's pretty cool. But you only get that experience if you're there when we stream it on Saturdays at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So. Uh, if that doesn't work for you, well, you know, I still love you anyway, but I am I am just a little disappointed. I'm like your dad. Just, I love you, but I'm disappointed. Um, 
Uh, beyond that, we did, like I just said, we got onto Google Play. So that's pretty neat. Um, nice. I should be uploading the podcast to other platforms tonight, provided that Zencaster is still working, which it is. It is still working. It looks like it's still live. So, okay, just, just, we just can't fuck with it. <laughs> I'm scared. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. We're using a website, guys, that allows us to record both of our voices <clears throat> inside of it and um, give us two separate audio tracks that I can use in Reaper to like post process the podcast so it sounds better on Spotify because I'm not going to lie what I've been doing lately is I've just been recording the podcast and then just like turning it into an mp3 and throwing it up on there and that's not that's not very quality <laughs> but just drive for the quality man it's quality. but yeah I think any any final notes Luke any any final little things to say here nah nothing at all bad. nothing about no, no, nothing to plug Mm, Jim Jeffries. Oh, you're gonna plug Jim Jeffries at the end of my show? <laughs> How dare you? But yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. We're gonna we're gonna close the regular podcast here and move into the community section. Thank you guys for sticking around and listening. I'm sorry that I ranted like beginning to end today. Uh, <laughs> Got a uh, rant in there, man. Well, a good rant is different than one long stroke, which is I think what that was. But next week it'll be better, I promise. My fingers aren't crossed right now at all. Um, so good. I'll see you guys next week, Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Nice.